dear friends and family thank you for joining me um for listening again uh, if you're new here welcome if you're coming back karibu sana it is again the wee hours of the night and um i knew that at some point i would tire uh not just with this podcast but just with the whole coronavirus lockdown situation i feel like i'm at that point now where i i'm just tired i don't know if that's relatable um i don't know if you're feeling something similar to me but i can um expound a little bit by what i mean um so i think at the beginning of the year um and towards late last year i had been really wanting to put the brakes down on my life i had really wanted to um particularly relating to my work just slow down i um started reading and listening to resources about um how to so one was titled how to ruthlessly the ruthless elimination of hurry and then another one was about um to hell with the hustle so they the two uh those are two books and the authors have a podcast which i really enjoyed listening to and i um i think it was like a 10 part series and it um linked to all sorts of different resources including their books um all of them were about how um in a countercultural way um you know christians just need to consider the fact that the pace of our lives was just out of whack it was just um way too fast and it was too fast for what really matters and um it was too fast for us to pay attention to family to a walk with god to just for anything um life was moving at breakneck speed and the culture demanded dictated that we yeah that we show up and and that we do it in that way that we live in this you know kind of uh feverish high pitched always on always um fast and 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 that was the that was the context and i felt that way um for me i certainly just was feeling very very burnt out by the end of the year uh and as the year began i just felt like i i i don't want to i don't want to um spiral into that kind of frenzy again so i took those resources and i um you know started hoping that i would be more deliberate with first being mindful um which is one of the things that came up from the from those uh, resources about how Jesus's pace was not you know frantic feverish he um and yeah maybe there's a function of the culture and the time but there's also something just um deliberate and refreshing about how you know he would have time um he would be interrupted he would say you know look at the birds in the sky and look at the birds of the air um look at the flower that you know god um adorns with such beautiful um 
petals and you know there's so much more beautiful than even anything that Solomon would wear I think the point there is it is this pace where um, he can sit with children where he can be stopped on his way and uh, to wherever his destination was and, and that he would stop that he would listen that he would you know look up that he would pray and that that pace was just not um, you you cannot you cannot uh, transpose that way of life into our fast-paced um, culture of you know just get things done uh, and and so I was trying to see how I could just you know really really slow down and especially so that you know um, in emulating this kind of pace of Jesus that I would also be more available for other things for my family for my friends all of which had been essentially sacrificed on the uh, altar of um, yeah the demands of a really fast-paced workplace and there's this other book that I'm um, called calm my cult calm my anxious heart and in it there was something that um, was quoted and it's a say it's a this is a statement it says things which matter most must never be at the mercy uh, of things which matter least which I felt was really the case it was that um, yeah that what matters most in my life was becoming um, you know obscured and kind of hindered and obstructed my investment in those things were was obstructed by the fact that I was becoming so depleted from work so that's the beginning of 2020 that was um end of 2019 and so I think in some ways when the lockdown happened there was a sense that you know things will slow down um and that what I had been hoping for um, and what I had been praying about uh, in terms of just slowing down was just, you know, being orchestrated by these events. And it became, you know, I I, I became, I started thinking that, and maybe many people um, also in in some ways felt that, yeah, you know, we're, we're all going to slow down. We're all going to, um, be able to reprioritize our time and just have a sharper focus on the things that matter most and and spend more time with them. Um, however, in the last couple of weeks, I found that on the one hand, that is true, right? So there's no more travel as much as I used to travel, but there is a way in which this time is also... Um, really there is a way in which work can still creep in and take up all of your quarantine which for me I felt like okay um this is really it's there's wow I I was really uh, taken aback by how um my days um my my days had been so completely um sucked in by demands at work um to keep um, productivity at not just where it was before the lockdown, but 
you know, to kick it up a notch higher now that there's no commute. And, and I was, and I was in some ways feeling, um, and I think maybe I'm still trying to untangle myself from it, but um, feeling that I have to, um, you know, make up for lost time uh, in into the wee hours of the night to be up at four to keep working because all this while I'm still balancing all of this with, you know, things that need to be done at home, um, child, uh, you know, looking after my baby, uh, cooking, cleaning, just everything that happens in a home is still happening. And then, you know, everything that's supposed to happen at work apparently is also still supposed to be happening. And it was just so depleting. And so by Friday this week, I was just, I was so tired. I was so tired. And I felt that um, there there will have to be a more um, decisive way in which I um, am faithful to my uh, workplace in the sense that you know this is not a call to be you know slothful or um, just not um, not uh, what's the word uh, I guess the word is you know it's not this is not an uh, a time to not be diligent it we still must be diligent and um, display and work towards excellence which you know is still um, a testimony um, of of a, of a person working as if unto the Lord and actually and um, and so in in that sense yes but on the other hand figuring out what the balance is between that and um, still um, having time uh, and you know now that we're home what what a tragedy it would be um, to have the lockdown lifted and, you know, us going back to normal routine and going to the office and all of that. But that for the two, three, four, five, however many weeks that we were home, um, that we did not make um, good use of that time to deeply invest in the relationships in our homes to um really just for me i mean i de- i really enjoy being a homemaker i i just i do um it drives me nuts with all of my long to-do lists and i'm trying to you know kind of get these resources about how to clean more efficiently and how to um you know be a uh, have all these hacks with uh, baking soda and all of these other things that you know are supposedly helping um in terms of just making you do it more quick uh, do your cleaning more quickly and also just doing it well um so I, I enjoy that and I enjoy um spending time with my son and with my husband and in many ways the this lockdown period the quarantine is prime time for families so yes we need to get our work done but we really really should be able to um guard time with our families and um, carve that out from our quarantine in such a way that um, these investments um, I don't even know if the word is investments but that the time um, and the life that we um, this period that we spend at this in this moment that we are able to you know really just oh man um, 
spend it on the things that matter most so yeah i mean this is just to say that i feel really tired i feel uh, bogged down by everything and so this is also just me trying to work through that and um and i as i said you know also with the podcast i think it gets to this point where I, when my mind is really spent i feel like there's nothing what what is there to share i don't have anything to share with um with you know i i can't keep up the pace of what i had hoped to start but having said that i feel that you know even in this mundane um time when i feel like i'm oscillating between you know i'm exhausted but also you know this these have been stretches of weeks now of this lockdown there's a way in which this is also like it's just get, starting to get at my um i'm starting to get to the end of my rope here in terms of just feeling that you know this is it's been it's been a long time of being indoors and not having anything to do so there's there's a bit about being tired about just you know this whole situation but also just me feeling that you know i don't know if i can keep doing this but i think the point is that um if i learned anything from job it was that you know um this conversing and you know being able to keep sh- uh, being able to keep to keep show uh, to to keep showing up is is a really crucial um is a really crucial thing that i i feel is um is something that is pointing to a growth of character where even when i don't feel like it i still show up and that brings me to you know i did finish the book of job and and that was in some ways pre- i i don't know i felt sad um because i felt you know i i was really enjoying it and i felt so ministered by um god um from that book so i moved from it um it's i'm just following a plan so the plan um now goes back to genesis because we'd stop somewhere in genesis but it goes back to the story of abraham and at least when i started i felt that you know it was um so it's like well you know abraham even where i started it was like here he is he's leaving um his country and passing through egypt he did say this you know half truth thing about sarah being his sister and i remembered at my um bridal shower uh, um uh, a dear friend of my mom's uh who's uh, you know gave a story about how abraham you know he wasn't by the time we're calling him a father of faith and if you look more closely at the story of abraham you'll find that abraham in very many ways was just not um he was he was a he was he was a kind of interesting character he would do things like you know in that instance where he was afraid that you know if he said sarah was his wife that he would be killed um because she was so beautiful uh and so he was like no you just say you're my sister and then they'll treat me really well and then they did and then and then god you know kind of wrecked havoc on um the egyptians uh because of uh him you know because of the pharaoh having taken um 
Sarah to be his wife. So, I mean, at that point, you're like, Nani, uh, but what are, uh, what are these things that this person is doing? Why, why would he say something like that? And it, so there are things that you can see in his story that will just kind of make you raise your eyebrow. And especially, and, and just hold off a bit, but especially because of um, how just wowed I was by this story of Job. But I will say that um, as I raised my eyebrows and was like, you know, man, story of Abraham, uh, okay. But that there are really critical things, which are actually very similar to Job, um, about Abraham. And I think the most, um, the thing that stood out to me um, as I have, as I have been reading it is one job in his very very imperfect like me imperfect um state of like just being in the ways that he um kind of you can see him you can see him falter you can see him stumble you can see him um like kind of flounder he's not um as sure-footed as you know we would have imagined this you know father of faith and you know this person who is held up and really truly is as a pillar of faith for um three entire like world religions so you know he is so for 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 the kind of stature that his name has this story has really um interesting um bits and pieces to it but the most consistent thing is one um, you'll see constantly um, one he obeys he obeys God even though he you know just he 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 wonders and he questions and he's not sure and he but he obeys anyway and he shows up in that way uh, of just obedience and that is a you know a lesson to to us and then also that he has a very intimate prayer um life with god and he uh, walks closely with god and so you'll see in many instances he stops he builds an altar he moves a few uh he, he moves again and he builds another altar and he's in constant commune with god just similar to job so um in that sense i, f- I feel like there's something um that i'm learning about you know also in my own floundering um, uh, ways, um, someone says that, you know, with Job, we never, it's unlikely that we will ever get to like the heights of his wealth and his um, kind of the, 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 the splendor that Job had um, in the end of the book and at the beginning of it. And it's unlikely that we will ever like dip to the, you know, the deep, the, the, the poverty and the you know the just terrible situation that job was in it's unlikely that we get to those lows or we ever get to those highs but that God still um, ministers to us in similar fashion to how he did with job in terms of you know um, answering the questions of his heart but also um, that we learn from job this um, way in which we should and can walk with God through 
um, these ups and downs be that it may that ours are not as high or not and not as low but that just constant walk with God and with Abraham and the ways in which you know you can see him you know questioning like God I mean uh, you promised and uh, where is the son and then okay uh, you know I'm uh, he he does things out of fear sometimes and but the the but the constant is his walk with God and 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 there's um yeah and and that's encouraging to me and so I feel that I'll I just wanted to end with um just a a, a kind of reflection on what God's promise is to Abraham and this comes out of a sermon series that we were listening to my husband and I um about God's covenant with Abraham which is where he um gives him a promise but that he puts down himself as a surety that um you know he he says so this was Tim Keller and he says the problem with um, a promise with God is that you know you first of all you're like well who is God and should I trust him and you know can I trust you God uh, and usually uh, it's not always but sometimes we can come to the conclusion hopefully that yes um, God in all his wisdom and majesty and greatness and um, the way in which he so evidently loves us of course he can be trusted and so that usually is is a bit that we can settle in our minds quicker but then the second half is but god i don't know that i can trust me to hold this up i don't know that i um can be trusted to sustain my walk with you and that in abraham's case as has been the case with us since then and since eternity is that god um says that i put down my surety that my word is true but also that i will hold you up and because you are unable to hold to this bargain over centuries and millennia you um falter in this covenant because a covenant is held between two people but because you are unable to keep this end of the bargain you are unable to keep this end of the, the covenant i will uphold even you in the sense that in our fallen way in which we have been unable to keep the law of god um and just hold on to this covenant he lays down his life and he offers himself and he says and and he initiates um this relationship with us and he um stands uh as the advocate on our behalf as our redeemer as uh and this is Christ in the way that he enables us to um still um be kept within this covenant and so i feel that that was just so encouraging to me 
because because I know that um, God is faithful not only on his own behalf but even on our behalf he will hold us he will hold us fast he will stay true um, to his word and he who began a good work in us he will be faithful to complete it in us and so i feel that that just kind of really strengthens my heart right now when i'm just feeling oh weighed down by the mundaneness of this lockdown and its twisted way in which it has you know busyness has crept into it um and the way that it has just been difficult to kind of um you know just Put, put my head above the water um, I, I feel very encouraged by the fact that you know we can rest in his faithfulness in his um, just goodness and ability to hold us up even when we feel that we have no strength to do so in our own power um, that is just so comforting to me at this time so I'll end here and I just hope you have a great week and great you know, days ahead um, however long this lockdown, the lockdown lasts for may God keep you in the way that only he can